0: This podcast is sponsored by Subject Six, the new novel by William J. Robson, which is being called Iron Man meets cereal, and looks at how the world would react if a superhero really did come and try and save the day. What happens next is a fight for belief, survival, and understanding. Subject Six by William J. Robson. Order yours on Amazon now. Hello DFers, hello DFers, Alfie here. Welcome to the Draft Fantasy Podcast. Tis the season to be football, and we have got a lot of upcoming game weeks to talk about. So, as well as having gerbil updates, our secret journalist previews not just one, but two game weeks, offering as much solid advice as possible to help you get ahead. So this is how this show looks. Part one, we have our brief review of Game Week 13. Part two will be The Secret Journalist. Part three is Can You Guess the Autobiography in Who Dat Man? Bit of a treat, actually, this week. And part four is Game Week 14 and Game Week 15, Fixture Lists. So without further delay, let's roll that music. The Fantasy Hello, Manners. Hello, Alfie. How are you? I'm good. Good? Are you sure? No.
1: Um, I've just discovered I've lost.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get on to that. You always say that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we are. We've just had uh, game week 13. Should we have the nice game week 13 roundup? Yeah, yeah. The Spurs' front line prove they sing from the same son sheet as they embarrass Chelsea in one of them London derby things. Man United stun Old Trafford as Jose men actually keep a clean sheet, despite drawing with Palace. It's Moy bien as the HUD show wolves what the Prem is all about. Ranieri wins on his debut at Craven Cottage by putting Southampton to the sword. Bournemouth lose three on the bounce. Er. Everton beat Cardiff, as expected. Liverpool beat Watford, as expected. City beat West Ham, as expected. And some other teams like Newcastle played. Six clean sheets this week, Everton Man United Palace, Liverpool City, The Hud. Assist King, Sterling, Ericsson, Mane, Kalasniac. Assisting defenders, Kalasniac, Le Merchon, Cedric, Eric Doom, Ben Me. Goal King, Sane, Aramoy, Mitrovic, Stuart Armstrong. Goal strong defenders, TAA and Kieran Clark. Own goals, Ben Me. Red cards, James Madison, Jordan Henderson. So this week's top players, Manners, Sane, Sterling, And Aaron Moy. Moy. Top players overall Sterling, Salah, and Aguero. uh, Is Moy
1: spelled M O Y? M O O Y. M O O Y. Yeah, it's like. Uh, Well, in Afrikaans, Moy means pretty, and it's spelled M O O I. But that's a little, just a tippy. (laughs) tippy (laughs) We are all
0: knowledge on this show. Notable players. Huddersfield, Phil Billing and Jonathan Hogg getting Conte points, if you're playing Conte points. Pascal Gross is back and played 81 minutes on Saturday. (laughs) And um, Moussa Sissoko is in danger of actually looking like a good player. Hey, do you want some stats, Manners? Always, always. I live by them. Here we go. Arsenal have won as many away games in the Premier League this season as they managed in the entirety of last season. Hmm that is quite
1: that is, that is quite
0: Another another stat since Pochettino took charge 2014 Tottenham have won more Premier League London derby games than any other side I bloody love Pochettino he's lovely isn't he And cool. final stat the draft fantasy app and website crashed again this weekend <laughs> resulting in 86 murders 27 <laughs> domestic disputes 12 unsolicited visits to home base and three white vans being hired. Mm. Bad, wasn't it? Uh, well, I, I haven't... I don't, don't know if they listen to the pod. I doubt <laughs> it. So just, just to confirm, uh, we don't have anything to do <laughs> with the the, fun, the the functions of the Draft Fantasy. We are just lowly... Did you really have to point that out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> People listening to this and those guys they're coding away, maintaining uh, uh, databases. This might surprise
0: you. I'm just a, a comedy dude. So that actually will surprise you, probably. I'm just a man. Not even that, really. So anyway, so yes. Uh, yeah, we're down the road. It's come back on, and we're all <laughs> alive. So that's good. Uh, and game week 13, man, just gone. Oh, how did you get on? I'm going to tell you how you got on. Uh-huh. Because as we all know now, official ghost <laughs> manager, but we'll get to that, you, you played Dow. Uh, for those who don't know, Dow is our existing champion. Matt. Yeah, champion, that's oh, what well I'm calling yeah. him. Uh, and you lost 44 to 41. Yeah,
1: that's unlucky, isn't it? <sighs> hey, i uh, Mitrovic
0: did the business for you, crocking up 10 yeah, points.
1: Ironically, a player that Chris Dow's been insulting me about trying to get off me. Like, ghost manager all you want. I know I'm not
0: going to give away Mitrovic, and least of all to him. Don't give him anything.
1: No, don't give him. Well, I'll give him Montreal if he likes or,
0: Yeah um, Well, Fernandinho got five points for you Vardy scored last yeah. minute penalty And Wolves let you down Let everyone down By not keeping a clean sheet Like they were supposed to Fernandinho Fern- Hang on I want to see, right So Fernandinho has got 54 points
1: What's the, what's your best midfield What's your like midlest midfielder got? Is there anything close to that? Cause uh, probably not yeah, because you've been a real thunder bastard about that. About him. Is so, that I don't know, it's just Yeah. Beats him in your face. Beats him in your face. It's not going to be Walcar. He's had a good season. No, it is. Beats him.
0: Not going to be Eric's. Yeah, Ericsson's been out injured in these. That's uh, why. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see at the hang end on, of the season. Hang on.
1: Hang on. No, I haven't finished. This is they a beats, really good moment. Beats both for me. Of them. And Barker's. In your. Uh, shove that right up your bollocks, yeah? That is the player you maligned me for. Here's a, do you want to start attack? <laughs> the, the so-called midfielder, that, no, sorry, he is a midfielder. The the so-called disastrous trade I made has been more successful than any of your other fucking choices at midfield. So I might. I be just think a- so.
0: He does play for Man City. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, how, many, exactly.
0: How, many, how many points has he got compared to Laporte? But but that's not. We're not talking like for like. We're talking
1: if I, if we want to do best defender against best defender, I will beat you on that too. Who with? Le has got 63 and I've got You're not the gonna dyke.
0: D- this is going to be brilliant. You're not going to beat me. 52. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, does it matter? The point, my point remains is that you had a pop at me about Fernandinho. You've now resorted to pulling out your good listen, defender. Listen,
0: I, last week I gave you all sort of encouraging stats and said he doesn't, get, he doesn't get the praise he deserves. You were just, okay, fine. If you love him, you love him. Yeah. It's good. About yeah. time you got some points, to be honest. Yeah, he deserves um, them. Anyway, yeah. hey. So even though you're a ghost manager, blah blah blah. blah sorry. So one more thing. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you your got, flow you're presenting. Mean, listen, I've been mean, listening to other podcasts. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> this is an official term. You got to let the host finish their thought, right? And then you speak. I learned that from <sighs> American people. Fine. Go
1: on. Then. Say your thing, so I can then. No, you, you say yours, and I'll. Um uh, Robson still got De Bruyne. Yeah? Poor poor bastard.
0: Is that it? Is it all you entrap me for was that? Sorry, sorry, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so you're so you're ghost manager. For those interested in ghost manager how Sam's getting on as a ghost manager, there's been a change. And uh so Manners Blockbuster sti- trade. He <laughs> you did. You still got Etheridge in goal, but you made transfers. You swapped Check for Matt Ryan. That's big. Yeah. And you finally got rid of Pereira, swapped him out for Solly March.
1: Yeah, Solly Bolly. Sounds a bit like Bolly. Well Solly March is a cracking name, isn't it? I mean it's a good name. Where is he from? He I dunno. Well, so- oh. Um Well yeah, I mean, you know, he was in there. Brighton didn't look like they had a bad call that week. So um but yeah, he only got the one point. It's a shame. It's a ba- bad luck, John. It's bad luck. Anyway The thing is there aren't any other keepers You have a problem about the keepers No yeah I think it
0: was a good trade Getting Matt Ryan in You didn't play him I did With good reason Etheridge got one more point than him It's because you knew that was going to happen I knew that was going Hashtag managing Don't forget apathy kills It's time to speak out Hashtag ghostbusters Hashtag no more silence Get in touch with us (laughs) No you're not going to get in touch big, fan oh. Ah. Right, oh, I'll tell you what, Manners. Uh, before we move on to part two, uh, there was a little bit of uh, kerfuffle in our league when uh, someone made a dodgy transfer, a supposed tra- dodgy transfer. Mm. Ryder, in our league, he swapped with Dow. He got coerced into a deal with Dow. Yeah. He swapped out Tarkovsky, Vorm, Serian, Aubameyang. And in oh, retur- Blackberry. And in return, he got Ramsey, Rashford, Keane, and Kovacic. Now. He's been trying to get... Can I just say, Dad's been trying to pull off a trade like that for a long time. I mean, on the... It does look quite bad. So anyway, so on the WhatsApp group, Ryder's been getting lots of stick for this because yeah. it looks like a shit transfer. And I, he's given me a statement he wants to read out. Mm. Great. Can you read it out in his voice? because uh, You've just got to sound a bit mockney. Yeah. What, mate? Fuck off.
1: Yeah. Like But then switch back to the home counties quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Depends on who's in the
0: room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so this is from Tom Ryder. Dear sirs, (laughs) by the way, this is a CC to the University of Warwick, the Society of Black Lawyers, Golden Taylor, Diane Abbott and Moon's Mum. This says, I would like to release the following statement, which is in, my, in reference to my recent transfer with another manager in the league. Firstly, everyone needs to fuck off. <laughs> Basically, they're my players. And if you don't like it, then get out of the kitchen. Secondly, it was actually a good move as I picked up a spread of four players who score slightly fewer points per player, but overall will score more as a collective in return for one box office player. Thirdly, I need to mix it up to negate the dangerous downward spiral my team was in. The last two seasons I've started well, then got to November and then lost like fifteen games in a row, so fuck you. <laughs> Fourthly, the league needed a big tranny to mix it up. Fifthly, fuck you. <laughs> All the best And that's from Tom, Tom Ryder there Do you remember we when we first started doing this uh, For the league
1: That we said we weren't going to swear as much
0: Well sod it Yeah
1: People or, love or, it Tom so Ryder it. would say
0: Fuck it <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, a that's a
1: brilliant statement Do you know how many more statements would be better If in the prem
0: If people did statements like that Just honest A bit more like Charlie Austin <clears throat> Personal. Personal. Personal.
1: Well, you, Okay can I ask you personally What you feel of the trade I don't care enough anymore.
0: Oh. I just think Ryder's been done, and yet he's trying to package it as if he's done down, when quite clearly he hasn't. So there you go. So, uh, listeners, if you've got a statement you want us to read out to yeah. your fellow managers, if you're getting abuse or whatever, just send it to us. Get in contact, and uh, we can sort that out for you. Yeah. Can you feel it? Here we are at part two. Do you know what manners? Should mm-hmm. we hear from our secret journalist? Oh, I'd love to. I love to. I'd love to. Do you want to hear about the
1: one gerbil? <sighs> no, actually, I, I I can't wait for him to pop his clogs as well. But anyway, yeah. Don't <laughs> just don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate gerbils. Oh, I hate Phil.
0: Yeah. The Secret Journalist. Shh, it's a bloody secret. Hello, Phil. Alfie, how are you? How are you, mate? Hey, been busy, isn't it, this uh, football fantasy stuff?
2: Yeah, Uh, mate, it's madness. Yeah, it really really does occupy your time.
0: Before we crack on with the football business, how are the pets at home?
2: Uh, well, we're, um, we're we're down another one now. you're I know. Oh no, uh, I shouldn't laugh. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right to laugh. Um, it's we're, we're a, a gerbil-free household now, so we've we've just got the two cats. The uh, the oh. second gerbil has, has, has gone off to that big running wheel in the sky.
0: More death.
2: More death. It's um, it, it was a. Uh, it was a cat related incident. Oh, oh of course, okay. Uh, it was, it did, um, well, Amy, my, my partner, she came home with her boss um, one night last week and started having a skin full of gin. And then her boss decided she wanted to see the gerbil. So they went upstairs to get the gerbil out so they could have a look at it. You know, quite merry by this point. And they got the gerbil out and the boss says, oh, can, can he run around on the floor and stuff then? So Amy, yeah, of course he can. So she puts him down on the floor. Off he goes scurrying under this chair. She doesn't realise that one of the cats is still in the room. So there's this almighty scuffle under one of the chairs. The gerbil comes shooting out. Cat comes shooting out after it. So Amy scoops the gerbil up. He's obviously in a right state. The cat missed, missed its big opportunity to have a like a live meal for the first time in its life. And then uh, thinking everything's all right, we wake up the next day, and I think he's had a heart attack in the cage, and just it's just too much for him. <laughs> Too much for the football, just like that near brush with death. Just you couldn't get out of, uh, couldn't get out of the claws of the reaper. Ah, oh. don't gin and gerbil. When the fun stops, stop. <laughs>
0: let's go on with the football. With yeah, let's talk about football. <laughs> so uh, this game week, mate, game week thirteen just passed. You yeah. you played the faceless monster that is the average team again, didn't you? Yeah,
2: yeah. I got I got my revenge on the faceless bastard after <laughs> he at the start of the season. I, I got my revenge. And you actually
0: smashed him as well.
2: I I was this is this is how sad it was. I was I genuinely thought to myself, I want that map looks like quite a high average score. I thought it was quite a high average score this week. Like no one usually you have some outlier who's done really shit and got like 15 16 points and drags it down a little bit but everyone was kind of in the 30s everyone was sort of pushing on in there so i needed a big week so i was glad to see sterling come to the party and- <laughs> yes <Yeah>,
0: sterling <laughs> hey and other uh, 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 jesus got an assist
2: he did and i didn't pick him
0: <laughs> no it's because he's approaching his birthday
2: yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah well,
0: hey! nice no, no, man. Uh, another DF life. The waivers have been quite frantic uh, because of the upcoming fixtures we we're talking about. You picked up. You managed to pick up Son.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that wasn't a bad that wasn't a bad little snare. That. Pretty decent. I, I'm not a, I, I appreciate that. Like being a fantasy football player, that, that everybody's kind of unless you are really kind of into your research on this and you really do go overboard. We're all kind of reactive in a way, so everyone kind of reacts to what's happened the previous week or was like, and. Granted, Son scored... I mean, my move for him is somewhat reactive because he scored that brilliant goal against... Uh, who was it they playing? Uh, Chelsea, wasn't it? So he scored that brilliant goal against Chelsea. and So I, there is a reactive element to him. But saying that, it's better than me sitting top of the waivers while well, all the nonsense January signings come in and I get the slim pickings
0: that come that way. Yeah, that, that is nonsense. It's just be loads of middling clubs spending X amount of money on... Strikers like the Cardia and the... uh
2: There, there'll, there'll be a few players that'll you'll have heard of before that'll have come in and not done much for a club that will get tossed around. There'll be some strikers coming in from Europe that clubs at the bottom of the table will massively overspend on and make you think, oh, they might be worth a, a dabble. But like a 20 million on a striker now is nothing. Like it, it used to be before that a club spent 20 million on a striker and as a fantasy football player you'd look at it and think, oh, I'm going to say it. this kid might be actually be pretty decent. I might... But now that that's no barometer at all for quality. So I'd much rather go for. A son who is proven and and was available thankfully for our league and yeah i'd rather do that
0: talking about game week fixtures well let's get straight on with it because we yes. got well we got game week 14 and then in midweek there's game week 15 and then obviously game week 16 so we're just going to touch upon game week 14 and game week 15 Huddersfield are playing Brighton. And Huddersfield, are, they look a bit, they look decent the other night, actually. They looked pretty decent. They did, yeah. I
2: mean, they're not, like, like I said, they're limited in some respects. They've, they haven't got, like, your superstar players that some of the other Premier League teams have got, but they, they work bloody hard against Wolves. And they do have players who can hurt people, as, you know, we were bemoaning in the week about Aaron Moy. You know, that was that was yeah. the week to pick him. So you would missed it now. There's it's no gone. point in getting... Yeah, he has gone. That's his one week. So, but in, in fairness, I mean, it, Moy was threat had been threatening to do that. Not maybe not score twice, but he was certainly threatening to either create or score goals in the build up to that game. Because he's he's getting he was getting more involved in the right areas of the pitch in terms of scoring points. He was having shots. He was creating chances. So it, it wasn't a massive surprise to see him do it. I wasn't expecting him to do it at Wolves, but. There's every chance he might continue that against Brighton. To be fair,
0: yeah, and Brighton have Pascal Gross back, don't they, in yeah. their starting lineup now, so that could be interesting.
2: Although I was reading one or two reports about it, I think he, you know, he's a really, really good footballer. And the good thing about Gross is that he'll always create chances when he's on the field. I think from what I was reading, looks a little bit rusty, which you'd expect. You know, he's barely played this season; he had a long time injury. He looks a bit rusty, so. Worth picking him up if he's if he's available now, but it might take him a few weeks to properly warm up. I would think.
0: Yeah, well, and this week he's got about three fixtures in three days. So exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, get it all, all done in a week. And another one of that game week, uh, Crystal Palace against Burnley. It's another tough one to call. I mean, purely from a fantasy football viewpoint, yeah. there's either loads of clean sheets here up for grabs, or I mean, God knows what. Do game week 50, is there anyone else you wanted to pick out? No, the only the only other one I was going to say, like interestingly, for I mean Huddersfield
2: are, are, are quite a, it's quite obvious who their main players are when you look at Huddersfield like outside of Moy. It, Pritchard is a, is in a decent attacking midfielder. He possibly doesn't provide it as much bang as you would expect for a player that plays in the position that he does. Billing is always a worthwhile addition because he's he's a big lad and he gets involved. And much maligned, and he was he was kind of, he again, missed a lot of chances at Wolves. But Steve Mounier is surely <laughs> worth a goal at some point. He they got an assist. He, he, yeah, he got an assist, but surely he's due. He had a couple of headers that... Had he put it an inch either side, would probably have scored against Wolves. He's surely is due a goal.
0: Mate, uh, I, I, obviously I watched that game. He looked big. He looked strong. He was in the right position. I agree with you. Like I've been had my again. I've had my finger on him for the past few weeks. But just, yeah. it's hard to press the button on ah. Huddersfield players, isn't it? It is. Yeah,
2: it's really hard. I mean, you, you take the gamble, don't you? I mean, the the, the Premier League is uh, is awash with these kind of players who you think they've got the attributes and they've got something about them to score. You just got to pick the right moment to get, I mean like (laughs) Ben Ben Tekke was always that player as well. You think to yourself, you know, he's big, he's strong. He's he's always going to play for Palace when he's fit. And I granted, I know he's injured at the moment, but he's always going to play for Palace when he's fit. But you just look at him and you think, I just can't, I can't actually press the button on it because he just, he looks frightened every time the ball comes near him. And now Mooney is not that kind of player. Mooney is, looks hungry and looks like he wants to get involved, but just he's just not clinical enough. But you know there was going to be one week where he'll score, he'll and score Do you twice. know what, mate?
0: I'm going to press the button. I'm going to get him today. I'm right. going to do okay. it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sod it. Why not, eh? Shh. It's a bloody secret. Uh, game week 15, then. Game week 15, uh, the first fixture that sticks out was obviously the, the Claudio Renieri derby Fulham against Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Game week 50, we also have Man United against Arsenal, don't we? This fixture's changed, isn't it, from what it used to be?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. it Used to be, uh, it used to, when Ferguson and Wenger were in charge. It used to be a proper fixture, this, but it's it's kind of, it's practically mid-table now, isn't it? We grew up in the era of, of remembering when Arsenal and Man United were. You know, they were the dominant four early Premier League years, and and sort of in the 90s, these two were the were two of the big hitters weren't they when we Wenger and Ferguson were yeah. all those kind of you have that 6-2 game you had that game where Wenger got sent to the stands and was stood there with his arms out and everyone <laughs> and, and then obviously you got like you over Mars goal at Old Trafford and Viltord and all that kind of stuff people remember these games
0: I mean how's it gonna go Man United have got a worse defense in Arsenal believe it or not yeah, kept the fewer clean sheets. They've only kept clean, two clean sheets. That's like as bad as uh, only only just one better than West Ham.
2: And and they're really struggling at home as well, aren't they? That's, yeah, that's my that is big issue. Just just kind of being able to break teams down, being able to to actually keep the game on their side at home. Um, I can genuinely I don't know why I'm thinking it's because in theory Arsenal should be you know as, as capable of anyone of going there and getting a result. But I've just got a feeling Man United will win it. It seems like the kind of game where. I don't know. Like Martial might get involved and do something, and might end up, Man United might end up winning it like two one, something like that. I can I can see it being one of those kind of games.
0: But yeah, was there any other fixes you want to touch upon?
2: I think that's it. I mean, uh, what you want to look at is it's it is games like the ones we've gone through. Maybe apart from Man United Arsenal, it's those it's those teams where. You might be able to get a little bit of value for for bringing in because let's be honest, you know most of the most of the shiny players are, are spoken for now. Unless you're fortunate enough that uh, that one of your rival players ditches Son on a Friday before a uh, game work. but most of the big players are spoken for. So what you're doing is trying to pan for gold amongst the bottom half of the Premier League,
0: and obviously the big teams are going to rotate. It's yeah. all about getting the smaller teams in, right? I mean, do they rotate as well? Can they afford to rotate? Well, some of them can't.
2: I, I don't think a Fulham can afford to rotate right now. I mean, and I, I, I don't think Huddersfield will because I think Huddersfield have got a relatively small squad, certainly in terms of the quality they've got, they've got a small squad. So I don't think they can afford to rotate. Palace, not at the moment. They've got injuries, so they'll have to stick pretty much the way they are. Wolves will probably rotate a little bit because they've got players in reserve who could come in and make a difference. But... When you're in bad form, you, you, you kind of... You, you, oh, I say when you're, in, when you're down there at the bottom, not solely in bad form, but like, if you, like a Fulham has been a good example and a Huddersfield has been a good example. When you're down there, but you've just had a positive result, you
0: don't change it. No, rotation is a killer, isn't it? Yeah. Good. Well, good luck, mate. And then obviously there's game week 16 straight after as well. Good luck with that as well. Relentless. <laughs> well it must be busy yeah. oh man it's
2: this, 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 we're just heading into it now most
0: wonderful time of the year isn't it <laughs> well uh, thanks for joining us Phil cheers I'll mate speak to you soon mate Bye-bye. bye bye DC- 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 bye I'm afraid I can't release that information uh, I told you already I can't tell you A journalist, hey, there we are, secret journalists. We are now into part three manners. Do you want a stat attack? Go on, Hear it. This is a tasty one. Manchester City are the second non London team in English top flight history to win six consecutive games in the capital. That's after Portsmouth. Between 1950 and 1951. I'm surprised we didn't get more Portsmouth stats on this show. But there's not anything? a lot, to be fair. Yeah. And they have to come from 1950 to 1951. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, let's do who, that man? A Joe player, yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's play do it. it. Who A player. player. Who A player, player. I'm a manager or I'm a player. I own a book. I 12.99 from WH Smith. Uh, who that man, urger or player? Now, for those who don't know, this is a feature where, um, an excerpt from an autobiography gets read out, and the other person has to guess who it is. But uh, Man is going to read for me this week, isn't that right, mate? Yes, I am. And I wanted to give you some reviews from Amazon of this book, just to
1: really uh, whet your appetite. Oh, <laughs> so beautiful! Uh, um, because I think it sort of like really gives you an idea of what we're, what you're letting yourself in for. Great. Um, The first one, three stars. Good, solid book. Um, An honest appraisal and account of his football career. A decent read. Not at all a big-time Charlie. Recommended. That sold it for me, mate. Yep. Uh, Richard Patterson, uh, um, review entitled five stars. Great read. And he gave him five stars. Um, Pete, not as impressed. Three stars. Fucking hell, Pete! You he's given the re- he's given the book three stars, and he's titled his review Three Stars." It's okay. That's his review. Uh, but can I just
0: say that's that's perfect? That's yeah. He's right. Three stars deserves it's okay because that's what you would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why elaborate? Um,
1: Holy smoke, Batman! Um, great username. He, he didn't like the book. One star. Oh and Christ. his title is enough, although he's written a fairly eloquent review. I'll just give you the title of the review. Cliche strewn drivel. Um, Craig Wallace really, I think really gets the essence of the book. and um, His <laughs> title is uh, As Described, and the content of his review is As Described. <laughs> no full stop. So this is... The 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 work of literary genius you are letting yourself in for This is some of the feedback it's had on Amazon But now for the first excerpt Footballers, particularly those like me Who are lucky enough to play for one of the more glamorous clubs Have a great life Don't let anyone kid you otherwise You want tickets for a show? Someone will get them for you You want to eat at the best restaurants? Someone will get you in when you want You want to go to a nightclub? Someone can arrange it. No waiting, no problem. You feel that nothing can touch you. You feel somehow totally protected. Then something happens to let you know that you are as vulnerable as everyone else is. No matter how much money you have, no matter how successful you are, you are still open to things outside your control. And that is exactly what happened to me on 13th of March, 1995. That day, I experienced the longest and most terrifying one hour and 50 minutes of my life. It was the day I thought I was going to jail. It was the day that changed my whole approach to everyday living. Christ. Yeah. Uh, the more I read this, this book, the more it reminds me of uh, Partridge's
0: books. <laughs> yeah, uh, very, Is it not Alan Partridge? Then? Yeah. <laughs> um, at the moment, so there must have been that. T- obviously, I'm not allowed to guess yet. No, you're not allowed to guess. I mean, from what I've heard, it's at least a three out of five so far. I, I'm airing on someone British because he's a twat. But anyway, I'm okay. carry on. Let's do the next bit.
1: All sorts of things went through my mind. Since the conviction the month before, I had been receiving all sorts of sick mail and faxes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. That's is heartwrenching, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the threats were clear and explicit. If I went to jail, I was going to be raped, beaten up, and probably both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably both. <laughs> <laughs> probably both. <laughs> <sighs> oh, this is brilliant. Is that the end of the excerpt?
1: They upset me before, but I didn't give them much thought because I had been told all along I wouldn't be going to prison. Now I could recall them all too vividly. Uh, yeah, that's the end of that excerpt.
0: Uh, okay, it doesn't make it any clearer. No, I, but it's I funny. Got, I have got an image in my head that I can't get rid of. I mean, of the person, not of the prison activities. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mate. Let's do the next bit. Okay, hang on. All right, cool.
1: Except in those days, Les Ferdinand was the goalkeeper for the school team. I think he played there because he wasn't too keen on running about. He was a very quiet bloke and didn't say much at all. He was very placid and it took a lot to rile him. But that didn't mean he couldn't handle himself if someone went too far, as I saw for myself. There was a bully in our year who started to pick on Les. He probably thought the same with the rest of us, that Les hated trouble and confrontations and would do nothing about it. One day, he went too far, and it was probably the worst mistake the fellow ever made. Les proceeded to absolutely batter him. (laughs) (laughs) He, He had the whole year cheering him on as he laid into the bully. After that, Les
0: was everyone's hero, and he was also the bloke no one dared to upset anymore. Brilliant. Isn't it, isn't it funny? As long as you label someone as a bully, it's uh, acceptable yeah, to beat someone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so is that all three excerpts?
1: No. Oh, so is
0: that only three? Are we doing that? do one quick one? Give you one more with just a little bit. Okay, because it's cha- That's changed my mind yeah. now. So I want more clubs.
1: All I think right. I know where it is. Remember at the beginning he said he played for one of the glamorous clubs.
0: Oh, I'm never gonna get it, man.
1: Okay, hang on. Let me let me help you out here.
0: Warren Barton. <laughs> no. <laughs> Les, Les <laughs> Ferdinand. He's talking about himself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> it is Les Ferdinand. Ferdinand wins.
1: How about you know he was in? We know he was. He was. He was worried about going to prison and something terrible had happened to him at the beginning. Why don't I give you a bit of an? Julian Dix. I'll give you a better idea of what actually happened in the in the incident. Yes, please. And I might do it in in a voice. At the time, it seemed like nothing. Just a minor round that happened on a night, which had started in a very normal fashion with me and a couple of other friends enjoying a good time at Terry Venable's club. Scribes. (laughs) Fucking hell. It was a Saturday night and it was all going well. We decided to go to a party over on the west side of London and we left in a club to get a couple of taxis. Myself and the girl, he doesn't ever elaborate on the girl, uh, (laughs) with me crossed the road and nailed a cab that was going in the direction of I Park Corner. We had to go to Shepherd's Bush first to pick up a friend of mine called Barry. And then we were going to Boston (laughs) Manor. We jumped in and the driver was fine about going to Shepherd's Bush, but as soon as I mentioned Boston Manor, he said he didn't want to know. Sorry, I'm not taking you there, he said. And I said, as he was willing to let us get in the cab to go to Shepherd's Bush, so now he had to take us on to Boston Manor. He told us to get out. And I said, I'm going nowhere and refused point blank to move. What you had, uh, we had what you might call a right argument. As I saw it, he had his light on to say he was free and had picked us up. But because we weren't going exactly where he wanted us, he ordered us out. But I wasn't gonna budge <laughs> just because we weren't the easy fare in Fortnore. Alright, if you won't take us where we want to go, then take us to nearest police station, we'll sort it out there, I said. I was confident of being within my rights to do that. <laughs> he said I'll tell you what, I'll take you to the east end and drop you off there. I told him he could please himself. He drove off quickly, but suddenly braked. We both shot forward in the cab. The girl with me started to get oh, out. Oh, I know who it is. Shall I finish the exit? Yeah, carry on, carry on. Uh, um, the, the girl I with started to get out. He drove forward quickly again, and she caught, got caught in the door. I screamed at him to stop and banged on the partition window because I thought there was a real danger. She was going to get hurt. The window was smashed. And I got him round the neck because I was so furious at what he had done. The police arrived and I was handcuffed and taken to the police station. It was a really miserable end to what had started out as a great evening. i had just been called up by England and that day Chelsea had beaten Leicester 4-0 in the league game.
0: It's Dennis Wise. It is
1: Dennis <laughs> fucking dickhead.
0: That was very good manners. Uh, I look forward to the next one. Yeah. Whatever it will be. Let's move on. Who that man, a jet or player, player? Who dat man, a jet or player, player? I'm a manager or I'm a player. I own the book, I got to tell ya. Read all the juicy bits, twelve ninety nine from WH Smith. Yes, that was who that man, a jet or player. Hashtag who dat man. Uh, welcome to part four. It's just me uh right now because we had uh manners isn't here because we had a technical technical problems i can't even say it that's how bad it was uh so uh but part four is just i'm just going to give you the fixtures for game week 14 and game week 15 here we go then so game week 14. We got Friday night football. Friday the 30th of November, you've got Cardiff against Wolves. Saturday the 1st of December, Crystal Palace against Burnley, Huddersfield against Brighton, Leicester against Watford, Man City against Bournemouth, Newcastle against West Ham, and uh, Southampton against Man United in the late kickoff. Sunday the 2nd of December, Chelsea against Fulham, uh, Arsenal against Tottenham in the North London Derby, NLD, and Liverpool against Everton in the Merseyside Derby, MSD. Mm. Game week 15, midweek, Tuesday the 4th of December. Bournemouth against Huddersfield Town. Brighton against Crystal Palace. I think that's a derby. West Ham United against Cardiff. Watford against Man City. And on Wednesday the 5th of December, Burnley against Liverpool. Everton against Newcastle. Fulham against Leicester in the Ranieri derby. So many derbies. Wolverhampton Wanderers against Chelsea. Man United against Arsenal. And finishing us off is Spurs against Southampton. And I normally give you some clean sheet tips. But let's face it, there's so many fixtures and a lot of derbies uh, and a lot of fixtures. There's going to be squad rotation. Bear that in mind. And don't forget, you've got the normal game week uh, 16 straight after. So good luck. And that's it from us. Yeah, uh, uh, that's, that's time up. Thanks so much for listening. If you did, if you didn't listen, you can't hear me say this. So thanks anyway uh yeah enjoy your triple game week f- uh 14 15 16 crazy times don't forget to rotate don't forget to hydrate as well uh if you want to get in touch do get in touch and um, please don't forget to like and subscribe all that nonsense i just hear those words i don't know what i mean but just do share the joy uh, in the meantime take care yourselves and each other we'll be back in two weeks say goodbye manners bye. all right then cheers then bye the draw the draw and am